Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. To Border, the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Voted on by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. The award-winning Wendy's Big Show. Let's get ready to rock. Let's get ready to go. Get set. Ready. Get up. Hey. Let's get it on. The Wendy's Big Show. Showtime, Showtime. This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson and the inventor of the Lambo Leap, Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Gary Ellerson with you as we broadcast live from the Lakeland University studios. Lakeland University now offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. Got NFL Network on in the studio. And uh, seeing Cowboys have the easiest strength of schedule. They 462 opponent winning percentage from last year. I believe the Packers are ranked like 22nd uh, easiest uh, schedule or whatever the case may be. Our most difficult schedule uh, in the NFL. So Cowboys have the easiest one uh, going into that year. How, how much, we're going to get into Bucks and Celtics here, but how much do, yeah. you, do you put into that, Gary, when you start seeing you know winning percentages from the previous year and, and how it lines up on your schedule for this year? Yeah, I think it's all, you know, we, we got to start somewhere, right? Um, but, you know, we always talk about you never know what team is going to be that team that didn't do well last year that's going to do well this year. There's always a couple teams that are uh, like that. So basically the strength of schedule is based on what teams did last year. And, you know, you have proven teams that are out there that you know they're going to win 12, 13 games. The Packers are one of them. Uh, you, you expect if you're in the NFC, the Rams are probably going to be a top team. Arizona is probably going to be one of those top teams. So, I mean, you've got at least, you know, five or six teams in the NFC, AFC that you know, Buffalo AFC, Kansas City AFC. Uh, the Patriots always going to be around. I mean, you've got some teams out there that you know that are going to be pretty good. All right, Gary, let's uh, switch gears now. Let's go to Bucks and Celtics tonight, game six. Uh, Deer District going to be packed. They're limiting the number of people uh, that are going to be allowed to get in. Yeah, How are they doing I that? believe it's 11,000. 
Uh, is that right, Bonamago? I mean, Bonamago lives right there. So. Is yep, you're right. Yeah, 11,000. Well, how do they do that? They got a counter out there or something yeah. or what? Correct. Yep. You got to go through metal detector screening and so forth, and that's how they count them. Yep. That is, is that different than what they did in, in last year? or? Well, for the finals last year, they just let everybody come. I don't think they were really keeping track to any of that. Maybe on the inner circle, that's where they kind of hold it. But then after that, it kind of just grew bigger than life, right, Timmy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They had last year for the finals, they had three different areas. Where you could go, that one from the north, one from the south, and then the central. They had that vacant lot with the TV set yeah. up, and that vacant yep. lot as well between the two arenas, um, down there between Panther Arena and Pfizer Forum, and yeah, it just got out of control. Sixty-five thousand oh, people so or whatever to it was. Control it, okay. Right, so you're talking about eleven thousand people in that that main area down there. So they're telling people to get there early and so forth. I'll be honest with you, like what? I'm sure that is a great time and so forth. But, I mean, you can have equally as good a time probably just going to a bar and hang out on a patio that's got some TVs uh, because everybody's going to be watching the game. Regardless of what bar you go to or what restaurant you go to, I would assume everybody's going to have that Bucks game on when you get there tonight. Uh, tip time, you said, Bonamago, is what, 645? 645. So 645 tonight is a tip between the Bucks and the Celtics at Fiserv Forum. So, you know, if you don't want to deal with all those people, totally understood. If you're, you know, northern Wisconsin or wherever you may be in the state and you're not driving all the way to Milwaukee to come be a part of that mass of humanity, get it. Everybody's still going to have a fun time watching this game because it's supposed to be gorgeous out, I think, uh, for the rest of the day. So, what are the keys to the game for you, Bucks fans, for this Bucks team to get a win tonight? Uh, lock up the series and then get ready for Miami. That series will start next Tuesday. The NBA put that out late last night that the series will start on Tuesday. Originally, uh, the email that I read yesterday from earlier uh, in the postseason was that it was going to start on Sunday if there wasn't a Game 7. Uh, and now they changed their minds uh, and decided that it's going to start on Tuesday regardless if there's a Game 7 or not between Milwaukee and Boston. So the series will start on Tuesday with Miami, whether it's Boston and Miami uh, or Milwaukee and Miami. What are your keys for Game 6 tonight? The Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Experience online car buying on your terms with Van Horn Direct. You can also tweet us at Big Show Network. Also, if there is a Game 7, that'll be at 2.30 uh, on Sunday back in Boston. So Game 7 would be 2.30 on Sunday back in Boston if that were to occur. Also, uh, tonight in Milwaukee on the 1250 affiliate, uh, Tim Allen always doing the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball postgame show presented to you by Jim Danny's in Oak Creek. Uh, but tonight, because of the Bucks game also going on, uh, he's going to take your calls on the Bucks after the Bucks game is done. So if you want to listen on your Odyssey app and call into the postgame show once the Bucks game is done, feel free to do that. Uh, so kind of a, a Brewers slash Bucks postgame show uh, tonight if you want to take advantage uh, there. And I'm assuming uh, the same thing may occur on Sunday as well, depending on uh, timing of when the Brewer game ends and when they're on the air. So uh, there you go on that. Okay, so first things first, your key or your first key for the game tonight, Gary Ellerson. Uh, I think it's got to be about Drew Holiday. Uh, uh, again, I think you've got you've to have that same performance that you had uh, last game that, that they played in. And Steve, I'm not talking about like points scored. I think he played a all-around game. I, I think if you start talking about points scored, yeah, but if you look at the different defensive plays that he had, those defensive plays that he had were game changers. And along the way, he hit a couple threes and that. But really, 
the, the defensive plays to me were absolutely game changers. And I think that's what you guys see out of him in order for them to continue to win. Because you, you, you kind of think to yourself, well, Giannis is always going to be Giannis. You're going to get that. You, but I don't know if Connington is still going to be Connington how he played last time, right? I, I think Bobby Portis to a certain degree will be Bobby Portis. I feel like Bobby Portis is more of a, a effort guy, hustle guy, but also has the ability to step out and hit a three. Uh, maybe we see something from Lopez in this game. He's been kind of quiet in this series. Maybe something will happen with him, but for the most part, it's got to be about holiday again for me in order for them to come out with a win. You think there's any chance they go back to Bobby in the starting lineup in place of Brooke? I don't know. Could be. I mean, I don't know what you, you can never tell with him. I don't think they will. I think they're going to leave Brooke where it is. But to your point, and I guess I really hadn't thought about it until you just brought it up, maybe you will see Brooke get less minutes. Maybe you will see more Bobby Portis. Because if you look ahead, and I know we shouldn't look ahead, but if you look ahead to Miami, if you get to Miami, you know, with with Bam and uh, Dwayne Dedman, those are two legitimate centers that Brooke will be able to battle against mm-hmm. and will have every reason to be on the floor at that moment in time. But in this series, because they're so much smaller, maybe it is more beneficial to have Bobby Portis out there more maybe than you've had in the past. He obviously had more run uh, in this last game. Would he get even more run in this next game against Milwaukee? Don't know. Or against Boston at home? Don't know. We do know this, though. When he's on the floor, Bobby Portis, the crowd is into it even more. They are. They are. They are. That gives him way more energy. I mean, he just is. He's a fan favorite. And I do you not like the guy. Do you think about that as a coach? Does that matter to you as a coach? I don't know if it matters to him. I think Bud's going to do what Bud does. I mean, whatever that is. I don't know if he really cares about what we think. Because you hear and coaches he say, he I put this guy in to try and get us some energy. You hear coaches well, say that from time to time in basketball. Him, yeah, that's him. Right? That's Bobby Portis. Yeah, But But then that. the game before last, didn't even play in the fourth quarter. Right. Uh, let's go to Doug in Luxembourg. Let's see WDUZ up in Green Bay. You are next here on the Wendy's Big Show on a beautiful Friday. What are your keys for a Game 6 win tonight for the Milwaukee Bucks, Doug? Oh, I want a game something like the first game. I want some balance in the scoring. I want, I want everybody in the starting lineup in double figures, and that includes a, a Giannis pushing 40 and another guy with 20. So I, I'm thinking like 115 points in the game. 115? Okay. I just don't know, man. I, That's a man, lot. Man, if they get 115, they're definitely going to win. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think this game might just be whoever gets over 100 wins. I, I think it just might be that. I mean, thanks for the call. If you look at this series, I'm going to look at the, bring up the scores of this series. If you look at this series, that kind of has been what it has been. To the for the most part in this series, as far as you know, I I don't think. Um, let me see here. I don't think there's been many games in this series where both teams necessarily. Um, let's see, one hundred one eighty nine bucks over Celtics. Celtics over Bucks one hundred nine eighty six. Bucks over Celtics one hundred three one hundred one. So they were barely both over hundred in that game in Game Three, and then Game Four or Game Four and Five got a little bit more high scoring one sixteen one hundred eight. Uh, Celtics over Bucks, and then 110-107 Bucks over Celtics. Yeah, it does. It, it does feel like if you get to 115, that's the magical number. Huh? Yeah, it might be 110. 
it would work in any game outside of that game four where the Celtics put up uh, 116 as well. Do you get the sense that the opportunity for a blowout is probably pretty slim in this game, one way or the it, other? It feels like it. I mean, what? But although, you know, they had a 13-point lead, they would be um, – Boston had a 13-point lead going into the fourth quarter. The Bucks had a, 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 a significant lead at some point. Uh, it, it could be where that's about it. I don't think you'll get more than 13 to 14 points. And it feels like those those numbers, that lead, that both teams can come back from, like they can make that up. So, yeah, you're right. I don't see a blowout at all here. See, and, and from my perspective, I agree with you. I don't I don't think there's a blowout either. Um, I, I am intrigued kind of a little bit by – how this game is going to be refereed. Mm -hmm. I feel like the whistle was blowing a little bit more uh, in the last game maybe than it was previously. I think in the first four games of this series, they were just kind of letting them do whatever the heck they wanted. I feel like the whistle was blowing a little bit more, and they had a little bit more control of this game uh, in game five. Did it feel that way to you, Gary? I don't know. I I, I think they, you know, they always seem to let them play. Um, It's been a physical series. I think it's going to continue to be that way. Um, I feel like, I mean, Giannis is always going to get that offensive foul called on him. It's going to happen because these guys have been been like drama queens over there. But it's going to happen. I, I feel like it's been officiated for me relatively pretty good, meaning that I think it's it's gone both ways. A lot of calls have gone both ways. And if it's been bad, it's been bad both ways. So I, I'm okay with it. That's the other thing about this is from a refereeing standpoint, and Gerard, remember earlier in the show from Delaware, our resident Boston Celtics fan, uh, cited four instances where the Celtics players were back arguing about a call. The Bucs got out in transition and scored on all four opportunities because those Celtics players weren't getting back. I think you have got to give credit to Bud, the coaching staff, and these players for not getting wrapped up into the officiating where it's cost them points that much. No, and they have been doing a great job with that. And I, mean, I think Giannis kind of chirped a little bit. For the most part, they've done well. But normally, well, I think normally it normally happens after there's a, a stoppage is really when Giannis kind of gets going at this point. Uh, what are your keys for Game 6 uh, victory tonight? The Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648. Experience online car buying on your terms with Van Horn Direct. You can also tweet us at Big Show Network. When the Bucks win tonight, you win tomorrow at Wendy's. No, that's the first time I've done that in this series. After every Bucks win, stop by any participating Wisconsin Wendy's for a free small frosty chocolate or vanilla. No purchase necessary. This offer is only good for 24 hours after a win, so act fast. When the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's. Wisconsin-wide, the Big Show Radio Network. Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh, live from the Lakeland University studios. Our guys over at Van Horn have entered the RV world. Pro Camp by Van Horn is a Class B camper van. It's like a tiny home on wheels. I like watching those tiny home shows on TV. You ever watch tiny home shows on TV? Yeah, I've seen a tiny home. Yeah, love it. Uh, Designed for the weekend warrior or people who want to be the uh, the -the on-the-go van life. If you haven't seen this thing yet, check out VanHornProCamp.com. That's VanHornProCamp.com. With six models available, a wide range of options, 
You can get the freestyle model with just walls and flooring to customize yourself. Or you can go all the way up to a fully loaded package like the breakaway model. Uh, this one I've been in, and it's amazing. Complete with awning, solar power, kitchen area, and adjustable bed, and pull-out bench seat with enough room to sleep for. Explore all the options and more at VanHornProCamp.com. Calm. They are pretty slick, man. They are Ooh. a pretty slick deal. I've never uh, driven an RV before, so I don't know how difficult that is. Uh, but these things aren't that bad to drive at all. Pretty cool. You ever driven an RV, GE? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've driven an RV before. We drove one to some years ago. Steels and I drove one to Packer, a Vikings game in Minnesota. Why? Because we could. <laughs> was it was it sponsored or what 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 no, all led no, to this just, no we just decided one day we were going to go with some friends and we were going to take our rv we were going to go to the vikings uh, packer game so was it somebody Florida. else's rv or did you rent it or no, what it was, no it was somebody else's rv and they let you just drive it yeah. Oh no 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 yeah, no no. Yeah. I don't Steel's think. I don't think I would have yeah. trusted a young yeah. Ken Stills, a young Gary yeah. Ellers to driving yeah. that thing anywhere. Yeah, yeah. We drove it to Minnesota to a game. What kind of condition was it in by the time you brought it back from said? Oh, it was in trip. great condition. We then we uh, we stayed overnight at one of the former players' house that he played with in Minnesota. We stayed overnight. Uh, we we parked the RV in the driveway. You know, Steels and I stayed in the RV together, and we some guy's house. I don't remember who the guy was. So this was after your was, car- was this after your career was done? Yeah, then? after our career. Yeah. Oh, yeah. got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if the guy was home or not. It didn't matter. It didn't matter we if you just, were in the RV one way or the other. Yeah, we were in the RV. Yeah, I've never done that before. Yeah, Yeah, you should do it. Maybe one day. Uh, Okay, what are your keys for Game Six tonight between the uh, Milwaukee Bucks? Uh, and the Boston Celtics. Really uh, easy question, I would say, uh, at this point. We uh, did a little bit earlier uh, in the show. And you look at uh, tonight's game uh, and some of the things uh, that come up. Uh, Craig tweets at Big Show Network, everyone must show up not named Giannis, keeping it 100, uh, it says Craig. Uh, yeah. tweeting at Big Show Network. What is it for you? The yeah. Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Experience online car buying on your terms with Van Horn Direct. Do you think, Gary Ellerson, that the guys not named Giannis feel pressure or more pressure on them without Chris Middleton? That's a good question, Steve. I don't know. Um, I because you're not you're talking about guys like what Connaughton, Grayson Allen, Drew Holiday, else, yeah, Brooke Lopez. Is, yeah, L- Lopez to me has kind of been a little bit of an enigma in this series, hasn't he? Like he hasn't found he hasn't gotten comfortable. He hasn't found, he hasn't found his, his rhythm. Role. No, no, he hasn't. I mean, I don't know. Just he's just I, and and looks like he's not really getting the touches that he normally gets too. I I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if that's coaching. I don't know if it's a different game plan. I don't know if it's Middleton not being there. But he should be more of a factor in these games than he are. He's a non-factor right now. You know that's the other thing that when we look at this, you know Tatum likes to go to the rim a little bit. Jalen mm-hmm. Brown likes to go to the rim a little bit, and. Even from that aspect, I don't feel like Block has had even, or not Block, 
um, Brooke Lopez has had as much of an influence there either, right? I mean, coming into the series, you'd think, well, because they're so small, he's going to dominate the boards, he's going to get a lot of block shots because of how big he is, and there's nobody really to take him away from the basket, per se, and he's going to have a big series. And right. he really, even on the defensive side of the floor, Gary, hasn't impacted the game Nowhere. the way that I thought he would. Either way. You're talking about Brooke Lopez, right? Correct. Yeah, offense or defense, neither way. He's, he's not. He's out of sorts. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I'm not that basketball guru guy that I can tell you. He's just non-existent off on the offensive end and on the defensive end. I don't know if Boston's taking him out of his game. I don't know if it's the way he's being used by Bud. I don't know if it's because of Middleton, but he's he's just been a non-factor. Uh, ben tweets at Big Show Network. Honestly, the Bucks just need to play with energy tonight to close this series out. I believe the last game uh, deflated the Celtics because they shot about as well as they could we'll and still got beaten on their own home floor. That's Ben tweeting at Big Show Network. I don't get the sense. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't get the sense that the Celtics are a team that's going to roll over and play dead for the Bucks, regardless of what happens in the first five minutes. Let's say the Bucs get out to a 14-4 lead or something like that in the first five minutes of this game. I still don't think I'm going to be sitting at home watching this going, yep, that's it, game's over, Boston's just going to go away now. Like I think they're going to fight to the end. Maybe I'm wrong, but that just feels like that's kind of what the character of this Celtics team is. It feels like that to me. I don't think they're just going to go away and hide. I, I think people, they just have too much pride. They, they think they can win it. I mean, they've won here already. So Boston feel like they can come to Milwaukee and win. I mean, they, they don't they don't believe that they're not going to win. They're going to come in here expecting to win this game tonight and trying to get it back to Boston. And that's the crazy thing. So if there is a Game 7 on Sunday, the Bucs have already won there twice in this series. Yes. So even if there is a Game 7 in Boston, if you go to the other side of this, Gary, it's not like Giannis, these guys are going, oh no, Game 7 in Boston, we're screwed. Right. They're so, going to go there and go, we just won the last time we were here. Well, we'll just win and, again. And that's what... Is, isn't Boston saying the same thing? I would think so. Like, I don't think it's intimidating. Well, it's not. I don't think it I is. Mean, if Sorry, you, Bucks if fans. You, I don't think right, it is. Right, no. It, compared to Boston? Yeah, no. No, it's not. they're not even in the same category. I'm sorry how, how loud the stadiums yes. really are. Yeah. Not the same. Now, they could have a, a crowd tonight that could be pretty juiced because they understand the magnitude of it all. That last game, the crowd wasn't very juiced at all. Yeah. Uh, Chris tweets at Sparky Radio and that Big Show Network. Uh, they need to move the ball and not just ISO ball, uh, says well, Chris, tweeting at Big Show Network. Away from that, that's going to happen. You're going to have ISO ball. See, I don't, I, I don't. Listen, man. You know, I, I, I like to criticize Bud and whatever. And Leroy loves to tell you how great Bud is and so forth. And I've already admitted the dude wins another championship. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. So I'm giving him his flowers. Like I get it. I don't understand how, as a coaching staff, you can watch this offense and go, "Yep, I'm comfortable with this." Like I, I don't, I just, I don't understand, Gary. I really don't. Now, grant you, like you said, they won a championship, but they did win a championship playing iso ball. They won a championship moving the ball more than they're moving it now. And right. as you said, they got forced into this because they don't have Middleton and they can't figure out a different way to go about doing this. But I mean, if I'm Darvin Ham and I'm Lee and I'm Vin Baker and these assistant coaches. I got to feel frustrated right now that the offense doesn't look better uh, and isn't moving the ball as much as it has at times during the season, including no, the Bulls yeah. series. Yeah, I would agree with you. It just just doesn't. And 
they haven't been able to fix it. And so now they're basically relying on two guys, Holiday and Giannis. And then, but what we saw in this last game. So here's the thing, Steve. Maybe they figure it out. If they can play like they played in that fourth quarter, maybe they figure it out. Maybe now that's a blueprint on how to win. We'll see. Could be. Uh, Brewers got some news coming out. Just got an email from the Milwaukee Brewers. I'll tell you all about the Brewers news coming up next. Plus, uh, I haven't given you my keys to the game either coming up for tonight. Maybe we'll touch on the Packers schedule one more time, too, uh, before we get out of here on a Friday. It is the Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh, reminding you when the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's. I'm going to tell you like six more times. Don't worry. Sure. After every Bucks win, stop by any participating Wisconsin Wendy's for a free small Frosty, chocolate or vanilla. No purchase necessary. It's all is only good for 24 hours after a win, so act fast. When the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's, and I've been so impressed. I had people tweeting at me going, I forgot after the last one. I'm not forgetting after this one. <laughs> people, I had a couple people tweet me, Gary, after your picture went out of you eating your triple yesterday, saying that they were going to Wendy's last night to go try the triple. So, oh, really? Yeah. Now, okay. I, I didn't get any tweets after that. Whether That's or not, a grown man burger. How that all worked out for those people, but... You know, Gary Gary handled it pretty good, without yes, question. Sir. Handled it yeah, pretty good. Wrong man burger now. Money's Big Show next. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh. Jim Paskey, retired Bucks play-by-play announcer, will join us in the first hour coming up on Monday. Because no matter whatever happens tonight, and if there's a Game 7 on Sunday, we're going to have to talk about the Bucks Because if the Bucks win tonight, or if they lose tonight and win Sunday, then the Miami Heat series starts on Tuesday. So we have to talk Bucks on Monday. If they lose... Uh, tonight and they lose on Sunday. It's definitely going to have to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks on Monday. So Jim Paschke uh, in the first uh, hour of the show and working on a couple uh, other guests as well. So you had your chance today, guest free. Told y'all if you want to get in, jump aboard, be a part of this whole discussion today. Today was your day because not many days where we go guest free and decided to do it today on a Friday. I'm talking about your keys for the game, uh, game six uh, tonight at Fies Serve forum and for me it's just three-point shooting really and it's not that hard like if you look at this series you know there have been outliers in the series Al Horford going off appears to be an outlier where he's probably not going to do that again get 30 plus points or whatever in a game he came back down to earth now he still impacted the game especially late without question but he wasn't that offensive uh, machine that he was in the previous game that the Bucks lost so that was an outlier. Now, normally, you know, you look at the Bucks three-point shooting from game five and you go, eh, it's about regular during the easy season. Eh, it's not crazy, Sparky. What are you talking about? But it is crazy based on the first four games of this series. Like, they weren't even close to shooting that number in, in the first four games of this series. So for me, if they shoot that well, that's a huge deal. For the Milwaukee Bucks, if they can shoot 40, 45% from three-point line, you know, take your 25 to 33s, I, I think that puts them in a good situation uh, to be in this basketball game and have a chance to win uh, this basketball game. So that's that's one of my points. Uh, the second point, uh, or key, I guess, in this game tonight mm-hmm. is Connaughton and Bobby Portis. Like Those two specifically, are those outliers 
Or can those guys come back and give us something similar tonight in Game 2? Of those two, who do you trust more to do it again? Gary Ellerson. Connaughton and who? Bobby Portis. Who do you trust to Bobby Portis. kind of duplicate their game last game again tonight? Bobby Portis, not even close. Yeah. Not even close? Yeah. 15 rebounds is yeah. a lot of damn rebounds. Yeah, I don't trust Connaughton to be I, – I, I think his – I think his – I think you got more of a sample size with Bobby Portis this year than you have been with, with Connaughton. Huh. You know, I I uh I don't trust Connaughton either. And I was <laughs> – okay. I was uh, seeing on Twitter uh, Bucks fans, and again, y'all sometimes really crack me up. Okay. So, Connaughton has a good game, and people start tweeting, and everybody was mad that they had to give Connaughton an extra year and pay him what they did. Ha! I'm like, you're again, oh, again you're now again, I, I could have tweeted back and be like, yeah, I still don't like yeah. that deal. I still think it's a yeah. horrible deal. But right. I didn't because I didn't want to get into a fight with everybody on Good Twitter. Man. So I was like, I'm just going to stay out of it. I'll just bring Let it up it on the air. Mm-hmm. Guys, that still wasn't a good deal. Just because he had a game doesn't justify them screwing that deal up. Mm-hmm. And they screwed that deal up because they didn't know the rules and what, what they were doing, how it affected the cap. So then they had to go back to Connaughton to redo a deal that they already had agreed to. And his agent said, well, those breaks, John we'll Horst. You didn't it. know what you were doing. Guess you're going to give we'll him another year it. now. Yeah. And then they had to give him another year. Like, that still wasn't a great deal for the Bucks, I, Regardless if he had a good game last night or not, and whether got or the last game, or if he has a good game this game. Doesn't change anything at this point. None. None zip zero. He's still the same dude, guys. And I realized he got hot for one month at the beginning of the season, and you all were going crazy about Pat Conson this and Pat Conson that. And at that point, I said, slow down. Let's just see if he does it for more than a month. Like, we've seen guys get hot. I saw John Salmons get hot for two or three months and then crash back down to earth. So just settle down. And what happened? He he got dinged up, and he won the same guys he was at the beginning of the year. Now, if he gets hot for the rest of the playoffs like he was back at the beginning of the season, that's a huge bonus pop for the Milwaukee Bucks if he can get going again offensively. Steve, what are your thoughts on Middleton is hurt worse than what they say it is? No, I don't think he – no. Nope, I don't think so. Uh, because – and you were on this before I was. I don't know. You said it, and you're right. Like, they're going to play if they have to. And they're going to have to in the Miami series. I think that's the goal is to save them to Miami. So they don't need him in game six because they're up 3-2. If game seven happens on Sunday, I think he's playing. If I'm wrong, okay, I'll be wrong. But I think he plays on Sunday if they have to play him on Sunday. I think right now they're saying, look, we beat these guys three times without him. We can beat him a fourth time without him. And we're at home. That gives us an advantage as well at our home court. And it's bucks in six. That's our motto as an organization. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. why wouldn't we think we're winning in six? Yeah. Now, the, the one thing, I got to bring this up. I almost forgot about it. I'm glad I'm glad we brought this up. Um, so the one thing that I, I found kind of funny today, because today is Friday the 13th. We really haven't talked about it. But today is Friday the 13th. And mm-hmm. Ike Bucks podcast on Twitter said today is Giannis's 666th career start. Oh my god, six six six. Yeah. And Friday Mike, the, the painter, quote tweeted it said, "How ironic, Giannis playing his six 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 game on Friday the 13th. Wow, he is definitely scoring a 50 piece without the dang sauce. It's just gonna be silky smooth." Uh, 
says Mike the Painter. And I thought that was really well said. I saw somebody else tweet J.R. Radcliffe from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel tweeted uh, something along the lines, paraphrasing, that it's Friday the 13th and Boston has a guy named Jason on it. What? Jason Tatum. Friday the 13th. Yeah. Jason, you know, from the movie. Right. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And Boston has Jason Tatum. We don't have a Jason. No, they do. So that was his play on okay. the whole right. Friday the 13th thing. But get, getting back to this whole thing with the Bucks, I, I just think they think they can win tonight. They don't think that they have to have him to win tonight. So they're, that's what they're going to do. And if that happens, now he doesn't. He gets to rest Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then down to Miami on Tuesday. And that's you know four extra days of having to play in a game, four extra days to be able to get some workout and practice in, work on getting that those legs strengthened and so forth. Because you can't imagine, Gary, that if he does have to come back Tuesday – I mean, how much do you think he's going to play? 20 minutes maybe? 15, 20 minutes? Yeah, it would be very limited. I mean, I don't – Probably don't, off the they, bench? They haven't, yeah, they haven't told us, uh, you know, what he's been doing. I mean, you know, normally you get, you know, he's on the bike, he's doing this. I don't think I've heard anything yet of any exercises of him trying to come back, trying – I'm sure he's no, doing he worked something. No, he worked out before he, the last game, they said, so he's getting closer, they said, yeah. Okay, well, then that's good because I haven't really heard anything about him trying to come back. Yeah, they said that. I believe they said the rehabilitation was going good. He was ahead of – I don't know if they said he was ahead of schedule. Maybe they didn't say that. But they said the workouts were going good uh, and he was progressing well. Uh, And you compared it to Giannis last year against Phoenix. I I think it's kind of fair. The only thing I just want to know is you have to guarantee me that he's good. Like if you tell me – How many games did Giannis miss last year? Do you remember? I don't. Bonamago, look that up. How many games did Giannis miss last year? Was it a couple of games? I think it was multiple games. I'm pretty sure it was multiple games that Giannis missed in the postseason And did they win them both? He Uh, missed the entire, the rest of the Atlanta series. Right. And then did he play right away in the beginning of the Phoenix series? Yeah. Yeah. Remember, he played game one and came out with like 30 points. Oh, right away. Right Right away. God. Right. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, I think. Oh, my God. I think from the Bucs' perspective. Um, you can't expect that out of Milton. Like, let's stop there. But it's more or less for me, if I'm booting holes and horse, that doctor has to look me in the eye and go, he will not hurt. He has no more of a chance of hurting that knee as he does of hurting the other knee that's not hurt. You've got to be able to tell me that. If you can't look me in my eye and tell me that, then he ain't playing. Because I can't lose him for all of next year by having a severe tear and then we're screwed. Now, MCL, maybe it's not a whole year. How long does an MCL take you out for? Is it a whole year? It's not an ACL. I don't think an MCL MCL. is as bad as an ACL. I think Brett Favre played with MCL. Tear. Yeah, I played with MCL. That's not basketball, though. I played with MCL in in high school. But there's more cutting involved in basketball than quarterback. Way more. So that's why it takes probably a little bit longer for him to get back. I just, I've got to know that he's not going to hurt it worse. Somebody's got to tell me he's got no more chance of getting that one tore as he does the other one. If I hear Mm -hmm. that... And Middleton says, yeah, I'm good. I don't feel any pain. All right. If you want to play, let's go. Uh, but if he looks at me and says, I don't feel right, then then he's not playing. Right. But I don't care what Middleton feels if the doctors look at me and go, no, there's a better, there is a he's bigger right. chance of him hurting that than the other one. As soon as that gets said, Chris, sorry, you're done. You know, and obviously they haven't told him that. Nobody's reporting that he's done. No. Nobody, including no. Sham Sharania. He hasn't reported it. 
Uh, Dario yeah, over at Channel 12 but, but in Milwaukee said... It feels said, like there's a lot of secrecy around it, though. Right, but Dario over there at uh, Channel 12 in Milwaukee, the sports director, Dario Melendez, he said that there was a chance he could play in Game 6 or Game 7 from what his sources were telling them. Now, mind you, he's the same dude that said three to four weeks at the beginning... And everybody poo-pooed that and said they'd reevaluate in a couple of weeks and see what happened. Well, we're in the third week already. Yeah, and we and are, next week's we? the fourth week. So he's going to be right on that. And he's also the one saying game six or game seven is a possibility. Maybe. Now, he's already been ruled out for game six. Because like I said, they don't need him. If you don't need him, why play him? That makes no sense. So if they think they can beat him without Middleton, then he rests. And then hopefully you do. And then if you don't, then I think he plays Sunday in Boston. But again, that, it's I not going to be a ton of minutes. Happening. Yes, it's not because you can't. You just got to, you're right, 15, 20 minutes off the bench. That's it. Right. And then it's strategic. Where do you play him the 15 and or 20 build, minutes? Build up his stamina. So do you play you're probably him? Probably at, at the end of quarters, maybe. Right. So when is you're, it. When you're taking out holiday. So do you play him at the end of the second and then save yeah. the other, you know, five to 10 minutes for the right. end of the fourth? Right. At the end of the game to make sure he's on the court at that moment in time? Right. And then if you're Boston, you're going to test him. You're going to run at him. You're going to attack him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, and you're yeah. going to see how that knee holds up and how his how his uh, lateral quickness is. Yeah, I think that's all of that and more. Mm-hmm. All right. Wendy's Big Show back after this. Look ahead to Monday's show, and we'll make our predictions for that. the game c- coming up tonight between the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. It is Friday, and it's game day. Bucks-Celtics tonight, game six, 645 tip at five-serve forum coming up this evening. Can't wait for that one. I've got a soccer game for the kid tonight until 615. So providing we don't get sidetracked like we did the last time, I'm hoping to be able to watch it live versus off the DVR like I did the last game. So Mm -hmm. cross your fingers. Hope it uh, all works out for myself uh, coming up tonight. Uh, GE plans yeah. tonight for the game. Are you going to be out on the uh, deck here. watching yeah, it, or what here. are you doing? Yeah, that's it. Done. On here, on the deck watching it. That's so you got a TV outside? Yeah. Man, yeah. I wish I had a TV outside. That'd be kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, just I got, got it on the wall there, bolted up. It's one of those you've seen the ones over at Maddie's. Maddie's Bar and Grill in New Berlin, yeah. for those of you listening around the state. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, just bolted up out there. Yeah, up in the trees, uh, they have them up. They have them up on a brick wall. Got TVs all outside at this uh, bar yeah, uh, in the yeah, New Berlin that's area. That's where we have our barbecue back in the day. Yeah, a hundred years ago, <laughs> literally like a hundred. Like a long literally time. like a hundred years ago. Oh my God. Uh, okay, so uh, prediction what about time. You, Stevie? So you just uh, I'm just hoping to, I'm just hoping to be home in time to watch it. That's all I'm hoping for. I'm hoping right, I don't have uh, to watch it at like eight o'clock tonight after it's almost done. Oh well, as long as you get it. In. So yeah, I'll, I'll watch it at some point yeah. tonight. I'm just hoping yeah. to be able to watch it live uh, yeah. as it's happening. But like you said, if I don't, then I don't, yeah. and then I'll yeah, just catch up at some point. Yeah. Uh, and when I don't, then I just stay away from my phone so nobody right. wins it for me. Right. Right. Uh, okay, so time for predictions. Bucks and Celtics tonight. Like I said earlier, Jim Paschke will join us in the first hour. Former Bucks play-by-play guy, now retired. He'll join us coming up in the first hour on Monday. We've got some other things in the hopper, too, we're working on for Monday's show. Uh, let's start with Bonamago Jr. Tim Shea filling in for AR. Adam Roberts today, who has the day off. 
All right, Timmy Shea, what you got? Prediction time, game six tonight, Bucks celtics Now, let me first start by saying this. If you predict Celtics win tonight, then you also need to give a prediction for what Game 7 will then turn out to be coming up on Sunday. So if you predict Celtics tonight, then you have to give me a prediction for Game 7 on Sunday. Do we understand? Yep. We understand. Okay. Bonamago Jr., go ahead. Uh, Bucks 104. Ooh. Celtics 97. There will be a party in Milwaukee tonight. Bucks close out. Again, as mentioned earlier, Giannis is... And his last seven, I think it's seven and oh, something like that, uh, in closeout games. So that would make sense uh, if that's how this whole thing plays out. Gary Ellerson. Yeah, let me have. Oh, uh, my God. John Daly's, John Daly's on TV right now. He looks like Santa Claus. Yeah, he does. He? Wow. A tan yeah. Santa Claus. Yeah. But, yeah. Whew. Did you see uh, John Daly's son got that NIL deal? Yes, I did. With, with Hooters, I believe it is? Yes, with yeah. Hooters. I believe you are correct. Yes. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Nothing wrong with that at all. Get out, you can get it. There used to be Hooters uh, in Milwaukee in the area. No more. Yeah, no more. Uh, uh, Okay, so uh, who who are you picking? Uh, Bucks and six. Do you have a score? Uh, Do you have a score, Gary? Bonamago would like to know. No. I just want to see where you are. Like, you know, Uh, five points, ten points. Is it a blowout? 105 to 97. Okay, eight points. So Timmy was at seven. You're at eight, somewhere in that area. I will be honest. I yeah. wasn't sure on this deal. Okay. Until we had Sean Grandy on from the Celtics, the play-by-play guy, mm-hmm. and then at that moment in time, he opened my he eyes. You? Okay. He did. Yeah, I'll go Bucks in six. I predicted Celtics in seven to start the series, um, and I was going to go Celtics in seven. Until Sean Grandy said that this team just stinks closing out games in close oh, wow. close game situations. Okay. Uh, and as you look at this series, that's exactly how they've lost these games. Okay. I don't think it's going to be a blowout one way or the other. I think it's going to be closed down at the end. Again, last possession or two. Okay. Um, so knowing the track record of the Celtics uh, throughout this season and what's haunted them, uh, I'll take Bucks and six. Bucks, Bucks figure it six. out tonight. Uh, but if they lose tonight, I don't know. We're going to have to see. About game okay. seven. We'll we'll have to wait all and right. see how that all is going to play out. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the game tonight. Don't forget, after the game, have that Odyssey app out. Tim Allen will be doing it after the Brewers game. Uh, but as soon as the Bucks game is over, he'll start taking your Bucks calls as well. Kind of like a miniature uh, Bucks post game show, I guess. Yeah. Have a good weekend, everyone. Toodles. All right. Talk to you later. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.